Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of all one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. Well, tonight, Franchise Interviews is kicking off Cinco de Mayo. And according to the History Channel, Cinco de Mayo is a holiday that celebrates the date of the Mexican Army's May 5, 1862 victory over France at the Battle of Puebla during the Franco-Mexican War. Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day, a popular misconception. Instead, it commemorates a single battle. The battle lasted from daybreak to early evening, and when the French finally retreated, they had lost nearly 500 soldiers. Cinco de Mayo is widely interpreted as celebrating Mexican culture and heritage in the United States, particularly in areas with substantial Mexican-American populations. So we thought a great way to kick off Cinco de Mayo was to play our interviews with the Margarita's Mexican Restaurant Franchise Opportunity. And over the years, we had two opportunities to interview Margarita's Mexican Grill. So our first interview was with Bob Hoffmeister, the president and COO of Margaritas. And then next, we're going to play a clip of our interview with John Pelletier, who is the founder and CEO of Margaritas. So according to the Margaritas website, for over 40 years, Margaritas has built a cult following by staying focused and not chasing trends. Margaritas brings the spirit of Mexico to the United States through their scratch-made Mexican food, warm hospitality, celebratory environment, and of course, their famous margaritas. So while their decor and technology have changed over the decades, the big idea has always been the same, to deliver great Mexican food, fun, and the world's best margarita. And that's coming right up on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Franchise teacher. Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. 
Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Franchise Interviews, where we're asking the franchipreneur who owns one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, with my co-host, Don Johnson. And if you've ever dreamed of owning your own business, then you've come to the right place. And as we were saying earlier, Don, we have a great show today because we're meeting with Bob Hoffmeister, President and COO of Margarita's Mexican Restaurant. Margarita's Mexican Restaurant has been tagged the home of the world's best margarita. And they have 19 locations throughout Massachusetts, Maine, New Hampshire, and Connecticut. Hey, Bob, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Marty. How are you? Oh, terrific, Bob. Thank you. Bob, joining us is my co-host, Don Johnson, and I Hi. know, Don, you wanted to say good morning to Bob. Hi, Don. Hey, Bob. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. Uh, excited to hear all about margaritas and what the, and what's the secret to that excellent margarita. You know, <laughs> I can't give you that. <laughs> the secret recipe, right? <laughs> there you go. Bob, we always like to ask our guests where they're calling from this morning to get an idea of what the weather is there today. I'm in Portland, Maine, and it's oh, actually nice. beautiful here. It's uh, sunny, not too cold. It's a beautiful day. That's fantastic. Yeah. And what were you doing, Bob, before joining uh, Margarita's Mexican Restaurants? Well, I was um, the the key role that I had beforehand was I was the head of development for Obon Pan, which is a bakery cafe, okay. about 200 locations, wow. internationally and, and domestically. And previous to that, I was the uh, senior VP of uh, Applebee's operations. Oh, wow. oh fantastic! And uh, out in Kansas City, and then uh, I kind of. Grew up with uh, Fridays. I spent the first 16 years of my career at Fridays, where I um, actually was later in the when the company did start franchising. I was right. in charge of that as well as company operations. Wow, that's fantastic! So you guys, I'm sure you got some great experience from all those uh, establishments. Oh, I do. For. I was very fortunate to work for those companies. I learned a lot. And it was a lot of fun. Absolutely. So, so this is really right up your alley. Yeah. I mean, you come to Margaritas, and uh, I mean, look, you know, look at all the food experience and franchising. Uh, corporate experience on all levels probably you had. I mean, so it's, it's probably a lot of fun for you. Well, thank you. Um, honestly, it's the best job I've ever had. It's a, wow. it's a pure joy. Uh, to talk about, Bob, the, the history of uh, when, when Margarita started, when you started franchising. The the company is a has a long history. It was started by John Pelletier in 1986. Uh, first restaurant was Concord. So we have been at this for nearly a quarter of a century. Uh, the company grew very opportunistically through conversions, and you know the brother, the owner brothers, John and David Pelletier, would, you know, they would open a restaurant, they would find an opportunity with, typically another restaurant that had gone out of business, and they'd go in and convert it, which is really the model that we're promoting for our new franchisees. Is conversions are so much more uh, cost-effective, right? And yeah. so. You know, our last restaurant we opened wasn't a conversion, which was a year and a half ago in Dover. Uh, we're opening up another one here in a couple of weeks in Lexington, Mass., and then two months from now, um, 
We're opening one in Bedford, Mass., and we may have two other openings this year as well, all company restaurants. That's fantastic. And so soon, the, go ahead. soon afterwards, Bob, the first few opened up, I guess it was, it was pretty obvious that this was a real franchisable-type business. It really was. I mean, the, my predecessor, uh, Sean Joyce, who did was so instrumental in, in forming a strong company, basically retired a few years ago. And that's how I got this opportunity. And that's really when the company turned its attention to franchising. Uh, Margaritas could have been franchising literally 15 years ago mm-hmm. with a you know, strong model, you know, a very profitable organization, high sales. It just didn't choose to do it. So uh, John and David, when they hired me, of course, they recognized what my background was, and they were very interested in, in growing at a more rapid rate, a controlled more rapid rate. So that's how it came to be. We're really new into the franchising business. We've, you know, put our model together last year and got all the legal stuff done and beefed the company infrastructure up. So I hired a director of training. Uh, we put a new uh, head of de- franchise development in place. Uh, we hired an executive chef, Martha Leahy, who's just done wonders in improving the company's profitability. So we're really poised. I believe of all the companies that I have had the pleasure of working with, uh, we are, in my opinion, the most ready uh, to franchise of any of the others. Interesting. It is, yeah. And it, it, you know, Mexican is one of those categories too, Bob. It's it's funny, you know, in this part of Pennsylvania. I mean, the biggest complaint is that there are no really good quality Mexican restaurants around. You know, I, and I, I think that's a popular uh, comment from a lot of people. You know, so I'm looking forward to you guys eventually hitting Pennsylvania, you know, because... I'm looking uh, forward to being there. Oh, absolutely. You're not that far off, you know. It's just a couple of states away, you know. Right. You see how you guys are crawling down. It's uh, So that's fantastic. So, uh, it, it, you know, so for margaritas, what, you know, what really separates, uh, you know, what is it? Is it the combina- combination of, of price, of the quality of the food, how the store looks, uh, you know, the promotion? I mean, is, 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 it a, I mean, is it all that combined, Bob? What, what, what really stands out, uh, you know, you feel the most? I'd be happy to speak to that. Our competitive advantages are, are a couple of main things. One is we have a 45% liquor, beer, and wine mix. Mm-hmm. 25% of our total sales are margaritas. When I first heard that, as a lot of people might, they go, oh, my God, <laughs> you know, it's a saloon. Yeah. Right. But it's not. Um, it, it is, if you, the thing I like to say to people, if you close your eyes and imagine a Friday's 20 years ago in, in the clientele that was in there, Mm-hmm. That's that's what our clientele looks like. Wow. You know, somewhat affluent, young, right. upwardly mobile, very dynamic place. So there's that. There's the energy. There's the great, great drinks, the great margaritas. Um, our food, you know, has been pampered over the years. It's uh, it's delicious. It's authentic. Um, the the restaurant themselves. Again, I when somebody's never been in a margaritas, maybe neither one of you gentlemen have been. And you close your eyes and you picture a Mexican restaurant, you're not seeing margaritas. Right. I mean, we're we're just um, you know the brothers go to Mexico several times a year. They collect you know art objects, so the restaurants wow. are tastefully filled with art. They look like galleries. So visually, the restaurants are stunning. And then you've got the energy, you know, with the the, just a fun, festive atmosphere, and then you combine that with food that you know is really craveable. That, that's it. I mean, it's basic stuff, but it's um, it's it's different than 
most all other places. The the other com, you know competitive advantage we have when it comes to franchising is the 45% liquor, beer, and wine mix. You you guys I'm sure know that's there's a lot of money in that. There's a lot of profit in that. Yeah, absolutely. You know our cost of goods is low, so our gross profit is very high. Uh, we run a 24.8% uh, EBITDA. Wow. That's uh, cash flow before rent, and that's way significantly over what other franchisors, you know, are able to do. I heard mentioned, uh, when I was listening to your show before I got on, I heard mentioned the disclosure, the financial disclosure, mm-hmm. and uh, 70% of all franchisors don't disclose in right. what's called the item 19. Right. And we do. So, um, you know, we're proud of our numbers. We feel that uh, we are, you know, clearly one of the best investment opportunities for a franchisee. And at the end of the day, that that really is what it's about. Has there been any pullback because of the economy and how things are right now? Has that hurt the growth, or you're, you're so confident with, uh, you know, with the brand that it's just full steam ahead? Well, the irony of it is, it's worked to our advantage. I mean, you know, last year, for every one restaurant built, seven went out of business. Mm. So there's an awful lot of inventory out there. Right. And that's and we're open four restaurants this year. I mean, two are under construction and. Two, the leases are almost completed, and, th- and that's that's a lot for a 19-unit chain. Right. So, you know, the reason is is that um, you know there's there's so many opportunities out there. Real estate, you know, right. restaurants that have mm. gone out of business. That it's so yeah. it's much more uh, cost effective to grow now than it was. Right. Yeah, we've seen that too. That? Yeah, yeah, we've seen that Bob a lot. You know, it's it's talking about you know some of the opportunities that that came about with the recession in 2009 is there are some uh, killer lease spaces available uh, for for opportunities you know like yourself well, um, really some are. great deals being made too you know uh, for lease space as well you know so it, it, I think it's really an exciting time to get you into know a lot of, like it this. is it is for us a lot of people are hunkering back. You know, the big chains, as you, I'm sure, are aware of, stopped expanding for the time being. Right. And that just creates a wonderful opportunity for us. You, you know, guys, the big exactly. guys are slowed down or stopped, and and yet there's lots of um, vacant spaces, many of yeah. which fit a margaritas. That's true. And with the item 19, I have a feeling you guys are going to attract a lot of accountants and uh, financial types, too, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to your opportunity when they see those things, you know, because as you said, you know, there's not a lot of... Uh, you know, franchisers that actually, you know, put that information in there, you know. So uh, um, I, I, I think that's a, a strong testimonial uh, to your franchise as well. So it, it is interesting. Yeah, that's always bewildered me that people don't do it because you're attracting an investor. And if you're not able to disclose what kind of money you're making in your own business. Absolutely. We create right. some doubt. We create some doubt in me anyway. Absolutely. You mentioned before, Bob, this is the best job you've had. Is it mainly because you're, you know, I mean, you're building something, you, like maybe a little more creativeness than uh, some mm. of the other jobs you've had? You know, there's that, but it's I'm really proud of, of this business. Um, and this may sound a little warm and fuzzy, but culturally, Margaritas is an amazing company. Uh, the two brothers, you know, they've grown slowly. They're great people. Um, our turnover rate is really low in our management staff and our hourly employees. Mm. Retention, on the other hand, is very, very high. I mean, I was here for a f- the first few months I was here. I went to the director of HR, and I said, Kelly, produce the uh, management turnover report for me. And she looked at me, and she said, what? <laughs> wow. We don't have one. So, you know, our, our turnover is about uh, 75% lower, actually, than 
than industry average in uh, both management ranks and um, and hourly employees. People love it here. That's incredible. And we we just do a lot. You know, we do a lot to preserve it, enhance it. It's uh, it, it's it's the strongest culture of any company I know of. Well, that's and a strong that's endorsement. Yeah, I mean, because you've worked some some pretty big names there too, Bob. You know, so it, right. it does. It says a lot. You know that, that you can say that. What what types of characteristics will you guys be looking for in your franchisees? I mentioned you'll be attracting like a lot of accounts and financial types when they see the financial aspects of the business. But is, anything about the personality that you guys are going to be looking for? Well, we're looking for a pretty rarefied group. Mm-hmm. We're looking for people that have deep pockets. We're only interested in area development agreements of five right. restaurants or more. We're looking for people who have demonstrated success in business, preferably either retail or restaurant. Okay. And, you know, those are the two keys you got to have to come in the door. The third is, and I heard, I heard you guys talking about the fellow that was on previous to me, mm-hmm. they've got to fit. Right. They've got to be fun. Uh, they've got to be good people sense of humor, you know, ambitious, and we've got to like them. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right, you, because we, it is a partnership. Yeah, you know, it, as, it as, really as is. To talk about, you know, it it's really a relationship, is. you know, and, and, and those aspects are very, very important. Yeah, I mean, it's just like hiring a manager. Mm-hmm. After you interview a manager, if, you don't, if you're not elated and you like that person and you want to work with that person, right. you don't hire them. Yeah, no, it's true, and it's probably even deeper than that too. Because I guess a manager you can fire, and a franchisee you kind of have trouble. Yeah, you kind of can't. <laughs> <laughs> so it does. It, it, it makes it a little more difficult at times, you know. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's something. Bob, we have to take a quick break. Can you stick around for another segment? Sure. That's fantastic. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Okay. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Franchise Interviews For over two years now, Franchise Interviews has been giving you an up-close 
behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. And our weekly franchise radio show, where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisors, franchisees, franchise authors, experts, and attorneys. And our free franchise newsletter, which is a must-read for anyone looking to buy a franchise. And don't forget to listen to our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Franchise Interviews, where we're asking the franchise put on our walls one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, with my co-host, Don Johnson. And if you've ever dreamed of owning your own business, then you've come to the right place. We have a great show today. We're meeting with Bob Hoffmeister, President and COO of Margarita's Mexican Restaurant. Margarita's Mexican Restaurant has been tagged the home of the world's best margaritas. And Don, I think you're up. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about training and uh, and how that's going to be, uh, you know, for the future franchises. I'm sure you're going to have a nice program. Well, we, we actually will just put them through our traditional management training program, which is really robust. Uh, it's uh, about ten weeks long. It's um, pretty much what what you know companies that are established do. You know, every function, hourly function in the restaurant, all the administrative function. Then they spend a week. You know, the management management training, um, POS training, everything. We we take our time with training. Um, and we we feel that you know it's not perfect, but uh, it's we think that when people emerge from our training program, they really are set up for success. Yeah, the restaurant business is you know is a little tricky, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in that uh, you know the person who who's paying uh, you really ex- you know expects everything to be perfect, uh, the mm-hmm. service, the food, uh, you know, you want to maximize that person coming back and the spread the word of mouth. So I guess there's so many little details you've been in food for many years and i guess that's part of training to really uh have that system in place and 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 the details and um you know well you're absolutely right i mean that's why one of the one of the people i brought on board uh was a was a really good director of training he was a director of training for the 99 company for eight years and for legal seafoods for eight years he's a uh he's a pro and he's even enhanced what what I consider to be a, a, a really good training program, and he's he's added to it and made it even better. So, um, training is ranks up there with the most one of the most important things I think about. Uh, are you going to need? Uh, you, you mentioned as far as uh, new franchisees have to be likable, ambitious, and everything. Uh, I mean, is it a requirement they have to have food experience or, or restaurant experience in some of your new franchisees? Um, no, because normally the the franchisee is going to, you know, he he will be the the person that has had a lot of success in another business. It could mm-hmm. be a restaurant. You know, we, we would seek for that, mm-hmm. but not necessarily. And that person, although they will be, you know, deeply exposed in our training and have to go through it, the, the people that, that he or she hires will be, you know, we will co-select them. Right. And the company takes a part in that. And so those people will be, Put through you know the rigors of the training process too, but I'm not I'm not someone does uh, 
potential franchisee does not have to be a current franchisee in the food business mm. or operator in the food business. Preferable, though. Right. Uh, you know, before uh, Marty talked to you about characteristics, uh, you've just been in the franchising game a while. What other advice would you give to an aspiring entrepreneur just looking to buy a franchise, Bob? Well, you know, you own your own business, and when you own your own business, you have to be completely and passionately devoted to it. Uh-huh. And um, not everybody is like that, <laughs> you know. Right. right. And so you have to have that kind of characteristic, that kind of passion, work ethic. Um, you've got to be bright. You know, the restaurant business throws a lot of things at you every day. It's one of the things that makes the industry so much fun, too. Uh-huh. But it's, um, you know, not like being, you know, I'm not disparaging lawyers, but not, not like being, you know, going to the office every day and doing kind of the same thing. It's always a little different. Uh, I kind of refer to it as showtime. You know, you it's a like a theater. The curtains come right. up at 1130 when you open for lunch, and you're on stage. <laughs> right, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. a great analogy. Yeah. What about the location factor, uh, Bob, if you can go a little deeper on that? Like, what is the ideal location um, for well, uh, margaritas? You know, we, we compete... When you when you start to look at the demographics and psychographics, we have a company that we've partnered with called Buxton mm-hmm. that takes our core customer and literally analyzes their density in the eastern seaboard. So we know, hypothetically, if you could fly a, a margaritas into Philadelphia, right. we know where we would put it. Now, we may not be able to do that, right. but we we know exactly... You know the kinds of mar- the markets that we want to be in, the places in the markets that we want to be, be in, by a whole variety of factors: population density, income, you know, traffic, um, drive time, stuff like that. That that kind of thing is very scientific these days. So we have taken, we've t- analyzed the Eastern Seaboard. Uh, you know, we know the markets that we want to be in. You know, we want to be in Virginia, the Carolinas, Philadelphia, D.C. Um, and we know where in those markets are the best locations, then it's a matter of finding sites. And as we mentioned earlier, talked about earlier, those sites are more plentiful these days. Right. What are your plans for the future, um, Bob? I mean, like how, you know, the growth has been, as you said, I mean, you guys probably could have started franchising over a decade ago. Um, How quickly would you like to grow? Are there any plans for that? Well, um, we've got pretty heady plans. we're going to do hub and spoke, so we want our first franchisees to be reasonably nearby, okay. so that we can we can give them support more easily. Right. So Massachusetts, you know, the SMA of Boston is enormous. You know, we would carve out sections of that. You know, and, and we want to stay on the Eastern Seaboard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's 50 restaurant opportunities in Virginia, in the combination of Virginia and the Carolinas. Uh, you know, you sprinkle in. D.C. So that's what we want to do. We want to go down the eastern seaboard. Uh, potentially, you know, if we, if things are loosening up now, by the way, we our pipeline of franchise, prospective franchisees is five times greater than it was this time last year. Mm. So, you know, like a lot of people say, you know, 2010 still hasn't shrugged off all the doldrums yet, but it's, right. it's really starting to. Mm-hmm. So the math is if we, if we signed up you know, five franchisees this year, and they had um, area development agreements of ten restaurants in five years. Right. There's the math. 
And, uh, you know, the company is on a roll. You know, we have the resources to open more and more. We're opening four restaurants this year, and that gives us the ability to open more than that next year because we'll have more people. For people listening, Bob, uh, people maybe have been in the restaurant business or looking to get into franchising, uh, and, uh, you know, the demographics, uh, is there more of a demand for, you know, for Mexican food? Is, is, you know, is that the trend? It's nice to be in a niche food service for the most part. Mm. It's a fascinating situation. It, the, the Mexican food industry today has the kind of resonance that Italian did in this country 15 years ago. Yeah. It's like when John and David Pelletier started this company, there wasn't a Mexican restaurant in New England, I don't think. And, you know, it, it has become a favorite cuisine. Yeah. And, you know, it's anybody's guess as to why that is, but I personally think it's because people have taken a a stronger stand towards towards quality. Right. When you think about I, I think time. I disagree with you on that, Bob. My okay. twins, uh, I have five-year-old twins. My son, Ryan, his favorite food is tacos. <laughs> so <laughs> they should look at the uh, four, well, five, six-year-old. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, that's right. And my wife and I, we love Mexican food, Bob. We just can't seem to find in this particular area where we are in Pennsylvania, we just can't find a true Mexican restaurant, you know, so it's just we're waiting, you know. I don't know what you know someone's waiting for to come out to this area, and I guess you know it's it's like you say demographics and psychographics and all that other stuff. Maybe it's just not a match yet, you know. But um, well, you see we're the waiting. proliferation more in the fast casual fast food sector, yeah. you know, like Padoba and Chipotle. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys have gotten pretty big pretty fast. Yeah, it's true. It's interesting. For our listeners, Bob, what's the best way for them to get more information on becoming a Margarita's Mexican restaurant franchisee? Is there any uh, website they can website. go to? Go, just go to the website, you know, margs, M-A-R-G-S dot com. There's a franchise tab on the website. It has everything you need to know, who That's to contact, what you need, resource-wise, everything. That's fantastic. I want to thank you again, Bob. You've been a fantastic guest, and I'm waiting for you guys to come to Philadelphia. Um, thank you very much, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much, Bob. Have a great day. Thank and you, New Bob. Jersey. <laughs> right. That's fantastic. It's a great show, huh? How about how done? Yeah, what a uh, background he's had with all those uh, companies. Oh, yeah. yeah pretty well Strong known. background. It's, it's, uh, these shows are killing me, though. You know, I mean, I'm just starving after all the shows. Yeah. You know, it's just last two weeks have been killers, you know. So, uh, I have but, to yeah. get my son Ryan in there at some point during the show. It's his favorite food, tacos. I'm going to tell him I mentioned him on the show today. He'll be all happy. <laughs> he will. He's going to have to go back and listen to the archives, you know. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. For over six years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, 
Hi everyone and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over six years now we've been asking the franchisepreneurs all in one. I'm your host Marty McDermott, I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with John Peltier, the founder and CEO of Margarita's Mexican Restaurant. And Margarita's Mexican Restaurant has become an experience warmly embraced by people looking for a place to visit, as well as a place to enjoy delicious Mexican food. And we're going to talk to John about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we got a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand, the opportunity to take control of your future, and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over six years now, we've been asking the franchisepreneurs all in one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott, and I'm the president of Franchise Interviews. And as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with John Pelletier, the founder and CEO of Margarita's Mexican Restaurant. 
Margarita's Mexican restaurant has become an experience warmly embraced by people looking for a place to visit as well as a place to enjoy delicious Mexican food. Hey, John, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Good. Hi, Marty. Thanks a lot for inviting me. How you oh, doing it's our pleasure, John. We always like to ask our guests where you're calling from this morning, John. I'm calling from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Oh, nice. It's a beautiful time of year to be in New Hampshire, isn't it? It's probably been one of the best weeks of uh, maybe the decade. <laughs> That's fantastic, yeah. My family used to visit New Hampshire, you know, growing up, and I was called it like a secret place, you know, that a lot of people yeah. don't know about, but it really is. It's 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 such a beautiful state. I, I thought we could start off, maybe you can uh, describe the history of Margarita's Mexican Restaurant, John. There's always seems to be like an interesting story on how a lot of these, you know, franchise opportunities start up. Sure. Uh, it really It really started with my learning the Mexican concept down from a chain of Steakhouses, believe it or not, I was working for in Connecticut back in the 70s and 80s. Right. And uh, they had brought they had brought back a bunch of recipes from uh, Colorado was probably at the time one of the best you know Colorado, Texas, Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, California for Mexican. And even today, there's you know heavy Mexican in Colorado. But anyhow, I learned uh, you know a basic concept to the people down in Connecticut. Uh, helped them open. A, Mex- a couple of Mexican restaurants, right. which was, again, it was 1980, it was 30 years ago. Okay. Uh, so real basic stuff. Um, so it started there, and, uh, and then I, I realized I needed to get, uh, you know, I really needed to evolve Mexican food, like from Mexico, and then I started traveling oh. to Mexico. That's where we developed our concept. It's a, I was on the website maybe like a half hour before the show, John, and I have to admit it, it was it maybe painfully hungry, you know, looking at the food, you know, I mean the guacamole and the salsa and everything like that. It was just, uh, you know, and in this part of Pennsylvania, I mean my wife and I frequently complain that we can never get real Mexican food, you know. So how did you how did you think of that margarita's Mexican concept then? Uh, I mean, how did it all occur to you? It It started with a basis of some sauces and some basic recipes. Mm. And then uh, really the, we're really the crossover from Mexico, the historical Mexican food, to what's going on in Mexico today, right. flavors, experimentation. Um, but the concept, after traveling to Mexico back in the 80s, I was like, man, I really wanted to bring Mexico back to people without having mm-hmm. to get on an airplane. Yeah, uh, and that was the basis of all the things we did, starting, you know, all of the changes we made to our concept and involvement of it. Uh, and it includes atmosphere, it includes mm-hmm. the people, hospitality. It obviously includes number one, the food. Uh, but you know, the concept developed around around the food atmosphere of dropping your bags at the front door, your baggage, coming in. And feeling like you're on vacation in Mexico. Wow. And it sounds like that's what makes Margarita's Mexican uh, restaurant uh, unique, John. Is there anything else that, that, I guess, you know, stands out from, from you know, some of the other, uh, I guess you could say, chains that are out there? Yeah. Well, what stands out, although we have multi-units, you know, we, we have a lot of different restaurants. And because of the involvement over the years, they're all different markets, different buildings. They're all... Mm-hmm. They're all really local restaurants. They just are owned and operated under the same parameters uh, of, you know, for for continuity and consistency and all that stuff. But 
what sets us apart is that um, we do serve real, you know, from other chains in general, is, you know, we really do make home, we do make homemade food. Um, we're, we're a large format restaurant. We're not, you know, we're 200 to 300, sometimes 350 or 400 seats. So we make real food. Um, right. In the chain industry, it's increasingly uh, uh, easy for chains to, you know, use sodium-infused foods, you know, microwaved foods, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we're not doing that. And consequently, the, the concept isn't the easiest concept to execute. But the product that you eat is really good. It sounds delicious. Here's here's a trick question for you, John. What's what's your favorite when you go into the restaurants? Because I know you probably visit a lot of them, of course. You know, what do you look for? You know, or what do you have typically when you go into one? I think we make the best wet enchiladas in the business. Really? Yep, they are. They're, I mean, I've eaten them at places that charge twenty dollars for enchiladas, and I've eaten at places that charge a dollar for enchiladas between New York, D.C. Mexico, Arizona, California, and I'm telling you, we make, I think, the best wet enchiladas in the business. That's fantastic. <laughs> we I, do other good stuff, too, you know, but I, when we do our enchiladas, they're yeah, When, when I saw you guys, I saw you, I, I think it was on Fox. Um, I think it might have even been you, John, that, that, that yeah, might have done the interview. It was you, okay. You know, I mean, just looking at the food, you know, on that particular clip, you know, it was just, um, you know, you could almost smell and taste the food, you know, as I was watching well, that. Oh, my God, you know, it's, it's, like I said, I can't wait till you guys are, you know, in this particular area. I, w- I recently went to a, a franchise show with my wife, John. We went to the Jacob Javits Center, and, you know, she was surprised at yeah. all the different concepts there. But, you know, it seems like the typical question, you know, when someone comes up to a, a booth is, so what do you guys do? How do you typically handle the question, you know, when someone asks you? What we do, let's say, what do you guys do? We operate... What do we do with it that makes us unique is that for the person that wants to own multi-units mm-hmm. of restaurants that are real restaurants, that have real lounges, that have real right. energy, that, that aren't cookie cutter, um, because we're really a small, you know, we, are, we only have, we have 24 units. Right. We don't have 240 units. Um, so for an operator, owner, franchisee that wants something more unique, that fits their personality, that wants to feel really good more than they're just operating a <clears throat> operating a you know 5000 square foot mm-hmm. box. Um, yeah. You know, and some of these are multi-unit operators who have been exposed to other uh you know in in the one case in Pennsylvania with our franchisee, he's had other kinds of franchises and he still does and he appreciates having a a formula that works. Right. Okay, a formula that works but that feels like a real restaurant. I mean, That's interesting. You know, um, yeah, because I mean, we do. You know, we have a whole education outreach program. We have mm-hmm. all of our. We have, you know, a, a big uh, uh, employee. And we we have we have. How am I putting? We have uh, a culture. Mm-hmm. A culture that if they embrace it is really fun to work in. You know, if you're going to work in, it is a really fun concept to work in. I'm not saying it's not a lot of work. Right, but right. Let her work in there, having a good time, and we're treating them really well. 
And I think that's important too, John. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, because, you know, we have emphasized that on the show, you know, over the last six years, you know, is is the culture of courses is very important, you know, and I'm sure that's something that, you know, you bring to the table because, you know, of course, you're the founder um, of the company. What do you look for in the franchisees then? I mean, as far as like maybe characteristics or experience, um, you know, I, I guess it had to be a big decision for you, you know, to find <clears throat> your first franchisee at some <clears throat> point, you know, and make sure that it was a match. So <clears throat> what do you typically look for today, you know, when you're choosing your franchisees? Um, you know, the characteristic that there's, there's got to be a passion for the business, mm-hmm. passion to uh, follow the rules and make, the, and make money. You know, there needs to be certain financial and responsibility kind of requirements. Uh, And, you know, they just have to, they have to fit because we're going to be, you know, you're going to be working with the person uh, a long time. And we have a great franchisee in Pennsylvania. We really, you know, he and his partner are professional. They're fun. uh, They're smart. You know, (laughs) they appreciate people. Right. And, uh, you know, so far, and it's been a couple of years, I mean, we really like these guys. They like us. And uh, they're making some money. And they're smiling. I mean, they're sending out a lot of smiling guests. I mean, you know, tens of hundreds of thousands at this point, you know. It's a fun business to be part of, isn't it? You know, especially, you know, when you have, you know, when you have that culture and you're providing an experience, you know, sometimes I compare it to like, you know, I said it would be much better to have this type of franchise, you know, than than like a transmission franchise where you tell someone that they need a new transmission and, uh, you know, you charge them $2,000, you know, the customers are never happy, you know. I mean, this sounds like a fun franchise as, as you were talking about, of course, being a lot of work. Is their experience necessary? I mean, do you look for that too, John? Um, do you want them to yeah. have that Toronto background? Yeah, okay. because, you know, anything to do with having employees in today's world uh-huh. uh, requires experience. Uh-huh. Uh, true. No matter what kind of business it is, really. That's true, but yeah. It's just, you know, we, you know our restaurants are not low-maintenance uh, low restaurants. You know, it's right. not, you can't just plug people in and out of the formula. Sure, sure. Uh, People are what make it, which also makes it a challenge. Uh, but you know, the, the Colby Group, that is our franchisee in, in Pennsylvania, they they understand that. They're, they they so that experience matters a lot. Yeah. That's great. What what is the training like? I mean, once you decide, you know, and you, it, it's a match, John. You say, you know, we like them, they like you. And how does it work? I mean, do they typically come out to New Hampshire after that or for training? Well, we have a we have a. Uh, a training restaurant in Massachusetts, a mm-hmm. high-volume training restaurant, and they send their key people. Uh, it's on a low side of eight weeks to a high side of 12 or 13 weeks. It's a big commitment. Uh, so they train in, in our in our facility under a real, I think, a very an organized training program. Mm-hmm. And then the training continues. You know, we have support for them uh, months. Before they open, and really every day after. Uh, so, it's a big commitment. That's great. How would you yeah. describe a, a typical day, um, if there is such a thing, John, for a, a margarita's Mexican restaurant franchisee, and like from the you know moment I guess they go in, and you know kind of like everything else in between till the end of the day. Well, I think the, the life of the franchisee is pretty much the same as the life of, of any of our restaurants because they operate. You know, within certain parameters, identically, you know, 
right. the franchisee himself, he may, uh, you know, Craig doesn't go and operate that restaurant every day. You know, he has management right. in there. Right. Uh, right. But for the management, you know, they come in, they, they get the place opened up, they get their prep people in, they, they make their prep lists. Uh, they, you know, everything's prepped fresh, you know, so every day is kind of a new beginning. There might be some things that are carried over from the previous day, but those are all, there's only certain items that are. Right. Um, and, and they, you know, they set up their lines because everything is made to order. Uh, you know, and they fire the place up at 11 o'clock. And throughout the day, you know, they do lunch. And then, uh, you know, our big, our big meal is dinner in most okay. of the restaurants. Okay. And our lounges. I mean, our lounges are, you know, really happen in places. In, in most of the towns we're in, uh, we are, you know, a formidable. We are, you know, a, a really, the place to go in a lot of places for fun, for meeting people, and you know, getting together yeah. with your family. So, it's a happening place. A lot of action. That's great. What do, what do you look for action. in a location, John? Okay. I, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I was say, like as location is, is it typical rules for like a, a restaurant? Um, of course, location, location, location. But I mean, what do you typically look for? You know, before you you know kind of say this is a good location for uh, margaritas. Yeah, margaritas is a destination location in most mm-hmm. cases. Yeah, uh, we need parking. Uh, we need uh, we need a, a a facility that we can renovate to. You know, to fit our lines, our, our cooking lines are not simple. You know, right. they're, they're kind of right, complicated. Of yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, it has to fit. It has to fit the uh, mechanicals, uh, and then we can we can adapt and decorate and make any any place cool, I think, and funky. Um, so that isn't the biggest piece. But mm-hmm. location, you know, back in the '80s, we took a lot of C or B locations because that's what. Right could afford to get. Today we're able to get better locations, but in general, a destination location uh, and uh, people, you know, in most cases, people aim to come to Margaritas. It's just not mm-hmm. like, well, I'm at the mall and here's a place. You know, right, a place exactly. Fine, you know, and you know all the restaurants I'm talking about, and I'm not sure. Sure. bad. They're very convenient. They're exactly. Most franchise restaurants are for convenience. Right, I'm right. I'm say that some of them aren't good, but our restaurants, people more aim to go to a margarita mm-hmm. versus, like, fall mm-hmm. upon it. That's fantastic. Well, you being an entrepreneur, too, you know, oh, and it's... Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's true. You being an entrepreneur, John, you know, a lot of our listeners, we call them um, aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, most of them have it in their mind that they want to go into franchising. We find that a lot of them have difficulty. They don't know where to begin sometimes because it's just, it seems like there's just so much out there today, you know. So what would you say to them as an entrepreneur, you know, as far as, like, giving them advice on, on how and where to uh, even begin their search? Yeah. Well, I think they have to first ask themselves how hard they really want to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, true. certain concepts are easier than others. That's true. Uh, and there are certain concepts that are easy that can throw off a lot of income. True. Uh, it, you know, location because of the vast, ty- you know, the vast, the vast numbers of sheer types of franchises and locations, mm-hmm. et cetera, that are out there. But they really have to ask themselves. You know, how much, how hard they want to work, how much money they they want to invest. Uh, if it's a complicated or you know a, a more complicated system versus a very simple like 
we put out, um, you know, somebody puts out, uh, 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 geez, I can't, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. if, if all you cook is bread, let's just say, right? right? True. And that's the sort of uh, complication you're up for. Well, right. that's going to be fairly easy to employ people. You know, True. you're going to find people on that level. Now, if you want something a little more interesting, right. and you have a team, you know, the, I think the, the most important thing is who's the team behind you, and that will determine how complicated or how much of a fun concept you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's just yourself, without much of a uh, of a support group or a fun, right. energetic group behind you, you should temper it to what your personality is. That's mm. a big one. You know, why fit around? You know, square peg in a round hole. Sure. So look at your own personality. Look at your own finances. Look at what your time commitment is and how your family is going to accept it, uh, and see who who are your support pillars around you. Yeah, I think that's that's a wonderful uh, response, John. We're gonna have to put that in our, our great quotes in franchising podcast. You know, I mean, I like how you mentioned that. You know, personality. You know, I mean, yes, it's true that there are <clears throat> simpler concepts out there, but you know, would you get bored with that after a while? You know, as much you have to ask right. yourself. You know, so it yeah. is. It, it, it's a very interesting response. You know, I, I I like that. So being that you know you're the founder and the CEO of the company, I can ask you. You know, what are the plans for the future for Margarita's Mexican Restaurant? Um, you know, hey, that was a question. Like, how big would you like to get? But you know, maybe where do you see the company? You know, three to five years down the road. Well, interestingly enough, you know, I just I guess I I just partly answered one of my own questions. Is that mm-hmm. how big does it want to get? I want to get the thing as big and as famous and as fun and as touching many people as my people want to bring it. Right. Interesting. That's pretty broad because I can't do it anymore. I, you know, I, I'm not saying it's That's not true. one person. It's, it's right. a living, breathing machine of people and, and places. So we're, you know, to be more specific, uh, our main priority are, that we are completely committed to is to uh, develop the Pennsylvania region that the Colby Group has taken and make them as successful as possible, help them to be as successful as possible. Uh, that's great. I'm glad you said that. My wife's going to be glad you said that too, John. I have to cut you off, but I know you're in um, Langhorn and Lansdale, you know, and we're hoping that you come a little closer to uh, this part. We're in Easton, Williams Township, Pennsylvania, you know, right on the Delaware okay. River. And uh, that usually happens a lot of times is once you have, you know, two or three units in a particular state, it kind of like mushrooms, you know. Right. So uh, we, we can't wait for you uh, to, to now, get we've here. Got, you know? We've got Wilmington slated and Collegeville. Okay. Slated. So Wilmington, they're going to be on the river. Uh, getting closer. <laughs> getting closer. Yeah, well, I'll, definitely I'll, a driving I'll, range. I'll, yeah, we always said we can always go. App, but yeah. really developing the, you know, down that, that region of the east, you know, through D.C. would be would be our goal, and they're looking at it as well. Uh, and as far as company restaurants go, uh, we'll probably – it's already almost 2040. It'll probably be 2015 be, uh, before we'd open any more new ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons is if the schedule for our franchisees comes through. I mean, we're going to be we are you know, just this year we opened in the last 12 months we've opened two restaurants, and you know we're not the kind of chain that can open 10, 15 restaurants a year at this right, point. Right at this you point, know? right. Yeah. That's so. It would. I'd love to see us have about um, you know 25 to 30 company restaurants, 
and 30 to 40 franchise restaurants. I think that'd be a nice size that would be manageable and keep it fun and uh, still be able to keep it real and real for Mexico. That's fantastic. What's the best way for our listeners to get more information, John? Is there any particular websites that, that you'd like them to go to? You know, we have our website, but we can pick up the telephone and, uh, you know, there's a number you call one of our guys. <laughs> That's fantastic. You can give you that know, number it's not too, like we're, like. we're not we're, we're accessible people, uh, and uh, it's people to people, you know. That's fantastic. What's that number too? You can you can plug that too if you want. To. I have the six zero three four three zero eight nine zero five. Is that correct? Yep. And then dial zero for the operator and ask to talk to Tom Radomski. That's he heads fantastic. up all the franchise. He's been with me over twenty years. He's opened wow. restaurants, cooked them. Wash dishes, franchise them. He's a you know he's gone know. through all the, the the certified franchise training that was necessary, and uh, a real person, and he will be glad to talk with you. That's great. Well, it was a pleasure to finally have you on the show, John. And uh, again, I'm anxiously and patiently waiting for you to come to this area, and uh, uh, I can't I can't wait to uh, you know try you guys out. You know, and I'd really like to invite you back next year as you uh, as you continue to grow. I'll keep you posted, amigo. Thanks so much, John. You have a great day. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Marty. Thank you. We'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Adios. Franchise interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.